Welcome everyone to another episode of the Definitive Crusade. I am your host as always, joining the machine Hughes. Um joining me is across from across the pond. It's late. Well, it's not late yet. Um joining me from across the pond. Uh, my crusading colleagues, random dude Josh. How's it going? It's like, do you know what? I've noticed when I do pods, I end up like drinking lager, so I thought it'd be nice and uh Nice and healthy. I've got my water here and I'm slurring words. What's going on? Maybe you should have been drinking lager instead. Yeah, maybe. 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 It's so good. Freya, <laughs> how are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. Hope you appreciate the football jersey. Um, yeah, I noticed it earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you did not say anything. How yep. like you? How like you? <laughs> Bring on hockey season. All right, okay. Enough sports. <laughs> We're here now to talk about some comics. We are still in the future state. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of a little bit, I'm a little bit wiped out by this future state. I'm, I'm not enjoying it as much as I thought I was going to. Josh, what do you think? Um, it definitely has, it has its bright moments, but those are few and far in between. Okay, and Freya, how do you feel about this whole event so far? Now we're kind of halfway through. We're starting. Um, we're starting to see like the second wave of books coming in. So, yeah, um, I'm just happy it's going to be over soon. <laughs> <laughs> Good shout. Good shout. I'm with Freya on this actually, um, but I don't think we're going to be over as much as we think. There's a few of the books are going to get continued, aren't they? You know, we've got yeah. new, sorry, we got a new Batman series coming out, the Maxi series. You've got um, you've got a Wonder Girl book coming out, which is going to uh, take on the hero of our first book, which is Future State Wonder Woman number two. Mm-hmm. So there well, we go. Yeah. Um, so interesting cover. So it's written and art by Joelle Jones, colors by Jordi Belair. Um, letters by Clayton. You can't call it an event book if it's not got my letters in it. Carl's sooner or later, he is going to sue me for saying these things. Um, Josh, Future State, Wonder Woman number two. This was your call, was it not? It, it was. And for whatever reason, I don't. Is, is this issue number two? This Looking is at issue the cover, two? even though it says issue number one in the bottom left hand corner. Uh, no, that's issue two. That's it. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I was having a slight moment. Either way. Okay. So if you remember from the previous time that we reviewed uh, Future State Wonder Woman, we absolutely adore this Wonder Woman. Absolutely adore her. And I am very, very happy that this Wonder Woman still is now my favorite Wonder Woman. She is in the underworld trying to find one of her comrades, uh, Portia, I believe is her name. And just this entire book was a fantastic read. I loved every second of it. It may have to do with the fact that I love the whole Greek and Roman mythology and the whole underworld and Hades and the Lord of death. But this just, this is just fun. 
I thought the artwork was spot on. Mm -hmm. Just, I mean, who would have thought to rip off the boatman's hand and then throw it to get the dogs to go? <laughs> Fucking genius. <laughs> Absolutely genius. Um, her interaction with Hades was awesome. I mean, what's not to love about this book? This, this is the one bright moment out of future state that I'm actually happy with. The other will be when it all ends. <laughs> Two points. Two distinct points. The first thing and the last thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But honestly, she's She's my favorite Wonder Woman. I, I'm done with Diana. <gasps> you can't say that. Well, you can't say that. Well, I just did. You just did, yeah. So, okay. But I thought the artwork for Hades was spot on. Mm -hmm. Very well done. And just overall, I, I love this Wonder Woman. I, I would say I would prefer reading this Wonder Woman over Batman Beyond. Whoa, Josh has got a new fetish book, everyone. There you go. He will be pleased when Wonder Girls kicks off after the future state. Yeah, there, we'll see. <laughs> there you go. It's going to feature this Wonder Woman, so yeah. we'll, we'll we'll see because we, we've seen this happen with other other books where it's the same character, but if it's written by somebody oh, else or the artwork is done by somebody else, that's true. It's not gonna have the same woo. I mean, that's look, look right. at look at Punchline. Yeah, mm -hmm. we love Punchline and the Joker War, but the moment she was in something else, it's like, Pfft. yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call. Freya, you're you're not much of a Wonder Woman fan. Um, mm -hmm. How's this new Wonder Woman working out? For um, you? Like I said when we talked about it, the first issue, I actually really like this one because she actually has a personality. <laughs> mm. She, she has flaws and stuff, which is what makes a character interesting. If you have a perfect character, they're freaking boring, you know? Yes. It, it, so the fact that she has, she's snarky and she has flaws and... She did the thumb trick. She did the thumb trick. <laughs> I have an issue with that art right there, which is like, ta-da! Her fingers are like unnaturally skinny and long, so it's like... Well... <laughs> but the fact that it, when, when you mention her humor, I mean that that yeah. panel, those couple of panels right she, there. She has she has a good personality, and I am when you when I found out that she's going to continue, I was actually happy because I like her, and I don't really like Diana, and I never really liked Diana that well because she's too Miss Perfect Goody Goody, and it just bugs me. This one, she has flaws. Um, she has, uh, you know. She, she and things that attract people um because you can relate to characters that have flaws it's hard to relate to a character that has no flaws and just is perfect because they're the main character um so she's not a mary sue essentially um mm -hmm. i do agree also with josh i really like the artwork um for the most part besides you know the hand things and little nitpicks here and there um, I already said this before, but I like her character design. Mm -hmm. um, I like the art. I just like everything about it. Um, I also like how she's not really using a lasso. Um, mm -hmm. I like Hades' design. I like the, what are they called? Like the three seers. And she falls down yeah. and it like has the devil horn and one looks like a bird. And one looks like a angry, you know, <laughs> guy. Um, I like that. Um, 
and I like Persephone showing up for a little bit. Um, cause I'm also, I'm a big fan of like different kind like mythologies, like Norse mythology, uh, Greek mythology, Roman, um, and everything. So it was very interesting. I also like how this was essentially kind of like a, a retelling of that one story that I'm I can't remember the name of where he goes down into the underworld to rescue his wife. Oh, uh, Dante's Inferno. Yeah, but he can't turn around to look at her, and in the end, <laughs> he does. Yeah. And so, yeah, it, it's kind of a retelling of that story because at the end of the day, she fails. You know, mm. she doesn't. She doesn't um, save the day. She kind of fails in her mission, and I kind of like the um, the whole little same at the end where it's like. Um, what was it? Heroes. They're heroes not because they're perfect. They're heroes because they overcome their imperfections. Mm -hmm. I was like, I like that, which is true. I also really like the fact that we're looking at um, not the normal Themyscira that we know of. It's like a different uh, sect of it. What mm -hmm. Hades? What Hades called them? The uh, do not do. What was it? And as Kata? I don't even know. It's on page like 10 or 11 or something. It's a different sect of the Themyscira uh, Amazonians. Oh, yeah. Mm, Esquisita. Yeah. Esquisita. Yeah, so um, I like how we're getting them, and then I like the designs from when the rest of them pull her out. Mm. I like the different designs of the, the Amazonians. I like their armor designs there. Um, that's also kind of a page where I have a problem with the artwork, but let's see. That's just me nitpicking. <laughs> <laughs> because it wouldn't be a Freya review if yeah. you didn't nitpick. Yeah, I can't. Well, let's save those for Superman, eh? Because there's a yeah. couple of, of stunts yeah. on Superman that I noticed. I thought, whoa, Freya's going to go yeah. all Kryptonian yeah. on his ass. But, but yeah, overall, I really like this. I'm happy she's continuing on. I like Yara. Um, mm. So hopefully they continue to write her well. But as we all know, that's hit and miss. Yeah. And we get a cameo from Jerry. And Jerry! Yay. I like Excellent. Jerry. <laughs> um, I thought I was I had to take I had to, I had to reflect on this book for me. Um I don't know, it seemed it seemed it's an origin story of sorts. All right. So you're getting mm -hmm. you get a, a a simple quest. Through this quest, we get to know the character, we get to see their imperfections and so on and the strengths and what they can do and that sort of thing. Um and then when she fails, my first thought was, well, what was the point of that then? I've wasted, I've wasted two books. I'm like, oh, really? Um, so I had to actually take a step back and, and reflect a little bit. And um, you know what? I, when, I, when I did that, I, I totally appreciated the fact it wasn't about the winning. It was about, it was about her learning something about herself, about who she can be. And, and not, you know, as Freya said, that last panel that last page kind of captures that perfectly. Mm. Um, Art-wise, I didn't think it was as smooth as the first issue. I thought yeah. there were I thought there were a couple of perspective issues, especially towards the beginning of the book. Um, let me see, because I where is it? Um, yeah, kind of that very first panel on where. She says the underworld. Go up to page three, please, Josh. Uh, 
Yeah. One more. There you go. Just the way a leg is, that leg, in comparison to everywhere else. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure different perspectives off somewhere. That text box doesn't help. Uh, oh, the, this this dark one. Yeah, that, no, the one in, above it, the, this one up near on a the one that says there is much more debate in the oh, circles. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't help the perspective issue um, at all. And then on the next page, she's kind of when she's jumping. I'm not sure what's going on with the right leg. Is it supposed to be flat or angled or whatever? It's, but then other panels, page six, where she's walking through the field, great. When she's in the in Hades realm, perfect. Love it all. Colors are fantastic. Georgie Belair pulls it out of the out of the hat again. Mm. I don't I don't think there is a better colorist at the minute than Georgie Belair. I mean, we've no. seen a we've seen we've done we've seen it do crazy color schemes like all oh, that. Remember that gold issue for Batgirl a few a few months back where it was just mm -hmm. all gold, and then she comes and drops this in. You know, this could be a Magnoliaverse book. It is that good. So, um, no, I agree, Josh and Frey. I think this is the this has been kind of like the the one bright spark for future state that has really actually lived up to its lived up to its ideas, definitely. Mm. Um, where others seem to have fallen a little bit flat, this one's maintained. And if they keep Joelle Jones, I'm sure the Wonder Girl book will be fantastic. The top mm. soul, because you know, we, we've seen that with other books where the we've writer seen with this character. Well, yeah, but we we've seen it where it's like one writer will do really, really great on one one story or one character. Mm -hmm. You jump over to another, and it it really does take on that feel. Yeah, and I mean, the Superman Wonder Woman book, for example, is horrendous, and it's the same character that this Wonder Woman is. It's mm -hmm. crazy. All right, so we mentioned Superman Wonder Woman, so we might as well spend some time with um, the second part of that. A little dynamic duo. Um, we're going with Superman. Uh, is it Man of Metropolis? Is that what it's called? Superman of Metropolis. Superman of Metropolis. There we go. Number two. Uh, written by Sean Lewis. Art by John Timms. Colors by Gabe Altib. Letters by Dave Sharp. This is one of the $7.99 books. So there are two backup stories with this. You get a Mr. Mir Miracle story. Uh, which I have to say was an absolute hard pass for me. And then you get the second part of the Guardian story, which kind of follows on what was going on with Metropolis when it was stuck in the shrunken, as a shrunken city in the bowl. Superman of Metropolis. Freya, if there's one character you hate more than Wonder Woman, generally speaking, it is Superman. And yet you pick this book. Yeah, well, there's not much to pick. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll give you that one. We'll give you that one. Oh, All right, well, take it away, Freya. Um, the colors are nice. Yeah, the color. Yeah, colors <laughs> are nice. Mostly, mostly. Okay, so the artwork. Um, go for the jugular. <laughs> go on. <laughs> what is wrong with freaking John through this entire book? Like, uh, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 
he's muscular and then he's like emaciated and then he's muscular again and then he's emaciated like it changes his size more times than Godzilla I, does in that Matthew Broderick so, movie it's so bad it's so bad like I can't if, believe you just referenced that stupid uh, movie oh, <laughs> I'm gonna ignore that anyway like Gall like, Go like it, it, it's just like you look at like uh, page seven, I guess, when he's surrounded by the clones of Superman, which I also have a problem with the clones of Superman. <laughs> okay. Superman. So he's super, like, if you look at him, well, first of all, let's look at his foot right there. And I don't know what the crap's going on with that. Uh, that we, we will call that the Rob Liefeld foot. <laughs> it's just, it kind of looks all misshapen. And then he's like super skinny and i'm like i know hey but it's just his forearm also his forearm the length of his is bigger than like his bicep like <laughs> <laughs> it's like twice as long it's probably about the same length as, as his femur going on <laughs> like it's not it's not right um also i have a i i understand these are supposed to be superman clones but why don't they have faces and how can they talk to him if they don't have faces? They don't have mouths. They don't have noses. They don't have eyes. So how can they see him? And also, I'm pretty sure clones, when you grow something that's a clone, it still grows a face. So... <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm just looking at page six. I can see his hair, John, Superboy, John. His oh, yeah. hair's blown, but nobody else's cape's moving, so... Yeah, just, I don't, uh, I don't get it. It's just, it's also, also they did kind of Supergirl pretty bad too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she, it's just, I don't know why everyone is so. Uh, and then, ugh. also, one of them doesn't even look like a Superman clone. Well, I mean, I guess he is a Superman clone, but it doesn't look like Clark. It looks more like um. What's his name? Caleb? Is it the uh, one with the black shirt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's for me. And it's just kind of dawned on me. Is that not supposed to represent the one from Action Comics? You know, the Is one that, when yeah. uh, the Grant Morrison one where after New 52. Is that oh, not supposed to it? represent that one? I'm not sure. Because well, I thought at first it was, um, I thought it was yeah. the dude from Teen Titans. And I was like, wait a second. They said there was no, said there was no. Superboy clones, and like, boom, there you go. There he is. Well, and, and when you look at the, we'll, we'll call it the mullet Superman. Mullet I mean, if Superman. you're going, if you're going for consistency, mullet Superman did not have the the utility belt looking belt where it had the big circle smack dab in the center. No, not like that. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just. Ugh. And then, like I said, they did Supergirl pretty bad, like in um, page 12. She's when... super emaciated. Like, she's dodging the laser on page 12, I think it is. Right there. Yeah. Then she's dodging it. And then, but if you follow the curve, like, she has like maybe two inches of stomach slash waist area going on. And that's terrible. And then you look up above that, her arm is just. Super, like, or even next to it, she has like no arm, and it's just every character, like all the oh, and then you go like, 
my personal favorite. Page um, 15. Please, but please let it be the one that I picked. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. Get in. Yes. I knew you'd pick up on this one. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so just, oh, uh, I don't, I hate it. I hate it so much. And it, that's not even like the worst part for me. It's, <laughs> it, it it's, just remember you picked this. <laughs> I picked it because there was a lot of things wrong and like everything about Superboy is wrong in this panel. And then you, if you go after that, where he's like, where it goes, uh, meanwhile, inside brain cells ship after right there, like just, look at pretty much anything that's going on here especially the like the final little skinny panel they have the super skinny forearms on everyone the skinny legs and then superboy's like i don't even know it kind of looks like a stretched out gumby going <laughs> <laughs> far away it's so bad i don't know why they were so trying to keep him so skinny and small and, and then he would get muscular again I just thought it was weird that they designed the brain cells to look like the logo from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Maybe they're bringing it, out a 42 book. Yeah. It, it reminds me of, um, oh, what was it? It was the Miyazaki film where there's these, there's these little black orbs, but then they have mouths. <laughs> 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 I don't remember if it's a Miyazaki movie or not, but I remember it was an anime and there's these black orb things. And they also have an eyeball, I guess, but they, they grow teeth and they just, it's, they're monsters. <laughs> That's what they reminded me of. I'm like, what is this? But you yeah. Think it's about that dude from Futurama. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not thinking of um, her little pet. I don't remember the name, though. Okay. I, I want you guys to see this. What in the hell, blue hell, is going on with Jonathan's face right here? Everything's wrong with Jonathan. <laughs> it looks like he has Elvis chops, an anime eye. I mean, is he trying to match the Caleb Superman? I don't know. They might as well have just made him with no face. Yeah. I mean, page, Superman doesn't have a face, so... <laughs> page 16 is one of my favorites. I've got, to, I've got to be honest. I think page 16 is... Is the one where that's kind of uh, I kind of threw the toys out the pram at page sixteen. I was like, right, that's it, I'm done. Yeah. It's there it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was kind of like, why is he so stretched out? And I thought and then I scrolled down because I saw he was flying like floating. I was like, that'll explain it. And I was like, Yeah, it doesn't really Yeah, he's he's freaking stretch arm strong in the in this thing. Like super, are super we reading out. a superman or uh, Mr. Fantastic. I'm yeah, he's so... Ugh. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Gotta leave some stuff for you guys. Yeah. Is there anything left? Um, Josh. <laughs> Is it ditto? <sighs> I, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's in, in addition to everything that Freya pointed out, and I was thinking the same thing, um the the panel where supergirl is standing here before she gets the giant gun she's standing at a weird angle like like her hip is out of socket like who stands like that seriously paris hilton maybe 
Um, I just, I struggled. I struggled with this one. Um, I probably should have read this first and then read Wonder Woman so I'd feel better about myself. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, it is this made me appreciate Wonder Woman that much more. Um, his his right arm on this panel when he's punching all the Superman clones. The hell? <laughs> I I mean, I. I, I I don't I don't even know. I just there were so many things of this, and I've said multiple multiple times that in order for a book to really be great, you have to have great writing and great artwork, or there needs to be that balance. The artwork on this is so off that it takes away from the story. So much that I'm just like, I think I have an idea of what's going on. But because of this artwork, I'm it's distracting. So okay. and then the the worst part, he pulls a freaking Tony Stark. I am Jonathan Kent, the Superman of sure, go ahead and tell everyone who you are. Well, that's a Superman thing. They already knew at that point. Oh, so Josh, yeah, on your favorite on your favorite page where he's punching the Superman. Once again, for me, how are they spitting out blood when they don't? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel like was like, I'm just not gonna give them faces to the cut quarters, but everything else. Or they just forgot to add the face. Uh this is terrible. This is the um, future state of Superman. No face. <laughs> Nobody's got faces. He's just keeping identity, I guess. Um <laughs> You need to wear a mask when you don't got a face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You're just trying to match the other, the new Batman. The problem, <laughs> the problem for me with this book is that um, you're absolutely right. The art is all over the place. I personally didn't mind the design of Supergirl, the Supergirl outfit. I thought that was fine. Um, it's an interesting uh, extrapolation from where she is in the TV show to where she was in her own book. In fact, this this Superman's two-parter has felt like something that we would have seen in the old Supergirl run. You know, mm -hmm. that was they were throwing crypto and you're there, right? Um disappointed story-wise, because there's not a major anything going on really. Um disappointed because it doesn't go anywhere to explain how Supergirl transitions to Superwoman in the Future State Superwoman book, which is a total different kettle of fish to this. Um, and then you've got the backup stories. Now, the Mr. Miracle one, as I said, hard pass, not interested. Pass three five. As soon as I saw that, I was like, nope, nope, done. Yep. didn't yeah. even bother. Yeah, sorry about for everyone who's involved in that one. It's just no. Um, however, the Guardian one, I gave some time to, and I have to say that I enjoyed the art um, by I think it's Cully Hamner who provides the art for this book. It has like a pseudo pseudo John Romita Jr. Klaus Janssen feel to it where it's a bit blocky um, to highlight the fact that they're down and dirty in the dark streets of Metropolis. Um, yeah, it's a different take. It's a different character. I was I was, I was, was alright with that actually. I was like, okay. Um, a bit nonsensical because the whole effort 
it's totally blown when Superboy turns up again and saves the day. So you kind of think, well, was it really worth all that effort, Guardian? I'm not sure. But it's written by the same guy who wrote the main story, so there's going to be a level level of entwining in there. Um, so, yeah, both written by Sean Lewis. So if you like your Superman, if you like your Superman family ideas, then the Guardian part will probably do it for you as well. But to be honest, $7.99 for these each, that is, for these two books, not worth it at all. At least in my opinion. So there you go. And I'm probably You're not as wrong. Well. <laughs> not wrong. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Well, I'm going to try and see if I can get some vodka in my water. <laughs> um, only kidding, folks. Uh, whilst we take a quick breather, why don't you check out this advert for our fantastic show, Flipside Focus? Let me ask you a question. Are you wanting to read a new comic book that has nothing to do with the big two? Are you tired of looking through countless titles and have no idea where to begin? Well, don't you worry because the random dude Josh and Johnny the Machine Hughes has the podcast for you. Flipside Focus, only on the Undercover Capes Podcast Network. You know, we need an advert for K-pop with Freya doing her K-pop singing. That'd be <laughs> yes. That, Sorry. That, that. I don't, if you I, all I, want that <laughs> ad to be made, let us know in the comments so that way the audio guy will put that together. Can I, can maybe, I vote? Can I vote? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, if you leave a comment... Down, I, can, I can get people to do a karaoke night and they'll make you do it too. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's a long way to go to see you sing, but I'll be doing that. I'll be all for that. Once once <laughs> the travel corridors are open, I am there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. speaking of the, the indie route, before we jump into the next book, um, for those of you who follow the indie circuit, um, Scott Snyder has a book that will be coming out with Image Comics, Noctera, mm -hmm. that he's doing with... Uh, Tony Daniel. Yep. Fan Did you guys fantastic book. Yeah. Have you looked at the Keanu Reeves book? I heard that's been selling a lot. Oh, wow. Is it about as exciting as Cyberpunk 2077? <laughs> <laughs> Has it so. got a better story than John Wick 3? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think what what they say, it sold like a crazy amount. So yeah. So well, he sold over 600,000 copies. Whoa, that's whoa. nice. That is impressive. Yeah. Well, and the reason why I bring up uh, Noctera, I had the the opportunity to represent uh, Comic Crusaders at the press panel uh, for Noctera um, and and hear directly from Scott Snyder. So that, that was a fantastic, fan, that was a fantastic panel. And not to not to jump on the the bragging bandwagon on this, I've got the advance review. So it'll be on Comic Crusaders yes. this week. It's good. It is good. Should make sure to check that out. But back to the big two. All right. Okay. Back to DC and the future state. What's up next? Uh you know what? It's my choice. Oh my god! And you know what? I picked this purely because because of Freya. <laughs> 
Not in like a not in like a crazy revenge plot or anything. Not yet, at least. Uh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we looked at, when Future Start when Future State first started. We kind of gave this the first part of this book kind of like a bit of a quick pass. We kind of looked at it and whatever. Mm. I remember Fran saying how much she liked the art and it was quite. And Josh, I think you said it was quite Batman Beyond esque. Mm. Um, so I thought when this second book rolled around, because we didn't give a great deal of attention to the first issue, I thought we best uh, set matters straight. You know? So, um, I'm scared. That, yeah, you should be. <laughs> right, it's written by Stephanie Phillips, who I absolutely love the, her writing. Art by Simone DeMio and Tony Infante. Colours by Tamara Bonvillain, who has got the best name in comics. Uh, letters by ACW's Try Patiri. There you go. Um, Freya, because I picked yeah. this for you, we'll start with you first on this one. <laughs> oh, I feel so special. Okay, oh, so. <laughs> I meant that. You know what? I actually genuinely meant that. You know, I wasn't, I'm not taking the mickey. You said you liked the art the first time out. So yeah. Well, like, well, nothing has really changed. Um, I will nitpick the art a little bit more because, you know spent a little more time on this um overall i do like the style of the art i like the redesign of the characters i like the redesign of black mask i like how his eyes are glowing and it's gold and black and then he has some white going on um i like the design of scarecrow even though you don't really see him that much i like the mask design especially like on um, page 14 that has like the close-up of the mask mm -hmm. Um, I like that design. I like how it's glowy. Um, pretty interesting. Um, I like Harley Quinn's design. Um, but she, the only reason, the only reason I like her design is because it reminds me of Ramona Flowers from freaking Scott Pilgrim versus oh, the world. Of course. Oh, yeah. That is that's a great I, spot. Well done. That's the only reason. That. Yeah, the only reason I like this Harley Quinn, well, I don't like this Harley Quinn, but I like her character design because it reminds me of Ramona. Um, it doesn't look at all like Harley. Like, it doesn't. this isn't Harley to me. This is Ramona. Um, uh, and then I start reading, and then that's when things change. But <laughs> art style-wise, um, I like all of the redesigns. Like I said, Black Mask looks cool. Um, I even like the little thing going on um, on page 15 where Harley's smashing up all the glass. There is kind of a face issue with Harley going on um, when she's kicking and whatnot, but I like the design. Um, but, um, you know, uh, it's very anime. It's very bright. It's kind of bubblegummy a little bit. However, if we go back, <laughs> now I'm going to nitpick the art. If we go back to... Um, let's just go to page 11 when she's talking to Crane and there's like the hologram of Black Mask. Um, I think it's 11. That's one. Yeah, so Harley has some... Uh, well, actually, back one more is where I want to start. Where she starts fighting with Crane. Mm. Like, that waste back situation is a little... Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> the least, and then it just kind of continues when they're when they're kind of fighting with each other, and then you go to the next page, and she doesn't have a waist, and it's just weird. Her waist just does this weird, like non-existent thing. Um, uh, on this panel, right here. 
Yeah. yeah. So it, it gets kind of funky. Um, and, and that just kind of happens on and off again throughout the rest of the book. It, they just have these weird uh, waste things going on with her. Um, and then it, it, honestly, and then the story, I don't know what the crap's going on. <laughs> like, why is <laughs> like, I'm so, still confused so, <laughs> why Crane is a, a detective now and why so, Harley's helping him. So Crane's um, using it's silent it's silence of the lambs meets the Gotham villains, basically. Yeah. Crane's using Harley and her psychological expertise to work out what's where the um, the big bads that aren't in Arkham are, and then the <laughs> dysfunctional <laughs> duo are off to find them. It doesn't make any sense because Crane is a psychiatrist too. Hey, I didn't write it. I'm just saying that's what's going on. Crane <laughs> isn't some outsider looking in. He was Scarecrow. He was a psychologist, too. He was super intelligent. Why the crap does he need Harley for anything? He even knows Black Masks. Also, why did Black Mask leave his mask at the crime scene? Is that a new thing? Is that like a calling card for him now? He, he takes his mask off? I thought he couldn't take his mask off. Or I guess that's one version. But it's because I was confused. I'm like, what is Black Mask doing? And then I'm like, oh, that's Harley wearing his mask. Why does Harley have Black Mask mask? <laughs> so that's where this all falls apart. Like the artwork's great, in my opinion. But then like the main story just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It's just ridiculous. They're trying to shoehorn a Harley book where it doesn't need to be a Harley book. Like if they had changed Crane, or it should have been someone else, honestly. I don't know uh, why. So before we get to Josh, um, Freya and I were talking before the pod, and we were talking about the uh, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey book that came mm -hmm. out this week also. Um, and Freya pointed out, she, she said, is it Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, or is it just Harley Quinn? Which is a fair shout, fair, fair point. <clears throat> Reading this book... <laughs> This isn't a Harley Quinn book. This is a Black Mask Scarecrow book that just happens to have some Harley Quinn thrown in it. It's <laughs> like the reverse of that. I expected this to be a Harley thing, and it very much isn't. It very, I think if it's, it's, I think it's been mis, misadvertised. If anything, I don't mind. I, I like the writing. I like Stephanie Phillips' stuff. I like the 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 conversation and the the way she. Uh, use a black mask to tempt Scarecrow to re return back to wearing his mask. Um, mm. you know, I like that that kind of um, dialogue in there. But other than that, I think for me, the art is too digital. It's too... Um, it, it just doesn't seem naturally flowing. I think, Frey, I think you've kind of picked up on some of that with, you know, the waist sizes and stuff. It's just, mm -hmm. I don't know, it just it looks more geometric than than lines. I, I think that may also be the old timer in you. Yeah, maybe that's a fair <laughs> shout. That is probably Freya's laughing at me being old again. That's <laughs> I I just thought that was a good plug for the old timer's yeah, comic book show. Well, I appreciate that, but obviously now Freya's laughing at me, so that's. I'm good. not laughing at you. <laughs> She's laughing with you. Uh, exactly. I'm not laughing. Are you laughing? I'm laughing with you. That's right. That's right. So it's two against one. All right. Pick the pick on the Brit time again. Um, 
Cheers. Josh. <laughs> All right, Josh. So with, with Freya, I kind of got lost in the story as far as what the hell was going on. Uh, partially because I was, you know, caught up with the artwork. Um, my my first issue, why the hell is Black Mask looking like a richer version of Craven the Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's Roman Sionis' thing. Um, I do like the style of his mask. Of course, you realize that Craven the Hunter is now Craven the Preserver because we're well, keeping, the, keeping the planet safe and everything. Well, <laughs> um, I, I like the updated take on Scarecrow, kind of basing it off of Arkham, uh, yeah. Arkham Knight. It's funny you should say that. When we're exactly where he is now in that factory, that background reminds me of so many of those sort of like Arkham mm -hmm. games, especially Origins, where he's in like the bowels of have to get rid of the bombs and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I like Scarecrow. Scarecrow is a fantastic character. Um, the, the, we'll, we'll call it Detective Crane. Uh, that, that's what we'll call him for the moment. Didn't really care for it. Uh, but one, once he put the mask on and we get Scarecrow, that's when I was a little more interested. Um, I actually enjoyed the fight between the two of them. And I agree that with both of you, this should have just been a Scarecrow and Black Mask book. Um, it's kind of like, yeah, it could have just been Black Mask versus Scarecrow with a cameo from Harley. But, of course, that's not what the powers of be will we'll do. Honestly, they should have just called it something like freaking Arkham Villains or something. Yeah, Rogue's Gallery or something. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I mean, it wasn't horrible. Um, I mean, aside from Harley's waist issue. Um, Scarecrow fingers. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's all the, the toxin around. So we'll just say that was the, the fear toxin. Okay. Um, <laughs> bringing Freya's fears to, to life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not as bad as Superman, Man of Metropolis. Yeah, that's true. Of Metropolis. I mean, <laughs> so I just, I, I don't know. Um, it was enjoyable. I, I, I enjoyed seeing Black Mask more than anything else. So, yeah. so um, there's. It's going to, this Harley Quinn is going to be continued on. Uh, maybe not this Harley Quinn, but Stephanie Phillips is taking on, on the book after Future State, and she's going to be joined by artist Laura Bragger, um, whose art you will have seen in the next Batman issues two and three, where she covered over the breakdowns from Nick Derrington. So, <sighs> I, so I, hope, I, I hope that if that's the case, that the artwork steps it up than what we got in the next Batman because yeah well let's just you know let's keep our open mind because we I mean look at Joel Jones for example we got we we said this before we we were none of us were massive fans of her Catwoman book you know and you know we were really disappointed because we we were looking forward to that book um mm -hmm. yet you see Joel Jones on Wonder Woman and it works mm-hmm 
So that, yeah, yeah, and and maybe that's going to work to her, their advantage. You know, her advantage. Yeah. You know, different book, different. You know, different, different characters, different theme, different vibe. You know, and also I imagine that Laura will be working on her own breakdowns rather than going off somebody else's, which can kind of henpeck and kind of force an artist's hand somewhat. I would assume. Not being honest yeah. myself, of course. All right, we've got time for one more book. So we are going to go with a book that we all kind of enjoyed first time around, although we didn't know what the Jiminy Cricket was going on. So we are back to find out what exactly was going on in Future State Swamp Thing. All right, so here we are. It's written by um, regular Justice League dark writer Ram V., Art by Mike Perkins. The gorgeous colours are by June Chung. And then letters are by, uh, provided by Edita Bidikar. There you go. Now that we've got the second part of this book, Josh, are you any further forward? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and maybe it's... I, I've just... I've never been... <laughs> A big Swamp Thing fan, but I I don't know. I, I will admit the co the colors are gorgeous, mm -hmm. but from everything that I've seen out of Swamp Thing since being on the Definitive Crusade, just for whatever reason, they have way too much going on, and maybe it's because they're trying to take a lot more of those natural color tones mm -hmm. that that causes some um, issues at least at least in in my eyes of trying to make make everything legible and readable okay. so uh, to be honest not it, it's not one that's really on my ooh swamp thing yay you know not not something i'm gonna go out of my way to read or pick up but still better than superman and metropolis <laughs> is that gonna be the next thing is that our next uh it's gonna be our next slogan i like the colors and it's, be <laughs> it's better yeah, i like it's the colors and it's better than superman and metropolis <laughs> so i i mean the, we could have different different tiers you know we've got the colors are nice yeah, better than Superman and Metropolis, yeah, uh, or damn it, Barry Allen. So, I mean, we should get you know what, Josh, that's our next project. We are going to do a TDC t shirt, and it's going to have our favorite catchphrases on. <laughs> Done, yeah, done. Badge on one side, the phrases down the other. All right, so there you go. Oh, if we could have them down the sleeves too, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, that'd be perfect. Cool. We'll play with that, see what we can get. Yep. See what we've got. Yeah, so just remember, Freya, we're now listening for your catchphrases. Great. <laughs> Freya says, great. <laughs> go on then, Freya. Swamp thing. Okay. I, I, I still don't know what the crap's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i well we know who's in the test tube now which honestly having him outside of the test tube would have been more interesting mm -hmm. but sure let's let's just shove obsidian into 
the damn test tube and make him make that. All right, then. <laughs> the thing is, they made Obsidian look like Vision. That's true, too. I was like, well, Obsidian kind of, let's be honest, he always kind of looked like Vision. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, um, uh, just, <sighs> but yeah, I, I was like, because in the last book, that's all I really wanted. And I'm like, who's in the test tube? And they're like, oh, it's Rice. It's Obsidian. I'm like, oh, it's Todd Rice. Okay. So, which he's a more interesting character. I would have preferred to have like a book about him. But anyway, like I, I don't know what the whole point of this was. Um. Mm. So I guess Swamp Thing did destroy the Earth, but he says he didn't. But I don't. <laughs> it doesn't explain why he wanted to find the humans either. And then when he found the humans, he's like, oh. Okay, and then he kills all of his people that he created, and I'm like, I don't. Why'd you make take the time to create these creatures if you're just gonna kill them in the end, Swamp Thing? What does that have to do with anything? You even killed the cute little freckle girl. Like, <laughs> 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 what was the point? And then he becomes a big tree, and I'm like, oh, oh, good for you. I mean, you can be anywhere in the universe as long as there's plant life. So I don't, I don't know if this was supposed. To, I. I honestly have no idea what the point of this whole book was it maybe i'd had to read more swamp thing all right so uh, let me let me jump in then and see what see if we can make some sense out of this so i believe um that the point of this book is that swamp thing has done something or he's been used to create a weapon or whatever and destroy you see it in the book a huge giant godzilla version of swamp thing who attacked the humans and so on and cause all the destruction. Swamp Thing has now decided that he is going to try and save the whatever humans are left by hook or by crook. Um, the little plant people, they are manifestations of his emotional state. And they represent different parts of him, you know? And that's kind of that element. So you know, it's more so it's more or, um yeah, more we'll we'll just go Morgan's organs. Mixed with Swamp Thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, a little bit like that. Uh, using just obsidian, Morgan's organ was better. They're using Obsidian <laughs> to black out the sun because they, I think, the blacking out the sun will get rid of uh, Swamp Thing um, because he's plants and needs photosynthesis. To be fair, I would have preferred if they'd use Eclipso instead of Obsidian for that sort of mm. stuff. But, you know, that, that's just my personal take. Um, it's a bit... It feels the premise of it feels a little bit vertigo um i love the colors i thought the colors were great and mm -hmm. that's not that's not the cliched one we use for when a book sucks the colors are absolutely great in this book mm -hmm. i love the fonts i love the letters on there it just makes the book so so damn easy to read um mm -hmm. it is wordy so you've got to pay attention um the whole um pharaonic man in there I could have done without it. I would have preferred it to be Arcane than it to be him, to be fair, yeah. if you want, to, you want to go old school, um, Swamp Thing. But all in all, I think as a as a pair, if you as a bookend, part one and part two, I thought it was all right. I thought it was, you know, I thought it was interesting. Um, I would like to have seen some sort of nod as to how and why he is in, also in the more Wonder Woman book, because he makes a bit of a guest star in that as well. 
Um, so they've given you this whole like future state timeline, but they haven't given you where the drops are, so you don't know how they all interact just yet. So I would have liked to see a little bit of that. Um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was interesting. I, I thought it was I thought out of the books we've looked at today, it was a clear clear second second mm -hmm. Wonder Woman Woman Wonder Woman by far. Then this. Um, then Har the Harley Future State book, and then anything else I've read before. <laughs> yeah. Getting out of Superman. <laughs> so no, I thought that's kind of the the, the skinny. I thought the the art was kind of reminiscent of a little bit like Kelly Jones esque. But mm. for those who are interested, these aren't just the only um, Future State books out this week. You'll also be able to get uh future state the flash number two um and also of course the next batman number three is also out so that's one two three four six six uh future state books left to go oh sorry left this week we are currently uh, so we've got next week so we maybe got like two weeks left to go is that right yeah something like that <sighs> two three weeks yeah. Oh, Reading this yeah. and you thought lockdown was bad. Are you looking forward to any other future state books? Are we going to find out what's happening with Shazam? Do we care? Mm. I'll probably check out Shazam to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I, I kind I'm of like that. It was a nice setup. I'm going to look forward to the Catwoman book because I thought that the first issue was gorgeous and I'm intrigued. So. Mm -hmm. There's also a might explain how Bruce gets back in the city and starts doing the dark detective thing. So, yeah, Josh, I don't know. I obviously I I, I want more Wonder Woman. That's uh -huh. that's the one that's really kind of caught my attention. Um, next Batman, I I'm done. I, I'm done with with that. Uh, like I, I don't even, I don't even have any desire to read like Justice League, the Future State Justice League. Yeah, because, I, just, you know what? I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So at that point, I'm like, I'm not even intrigued. Even Dark Detective, I'm kind of. Uh, yeah, I'm on, the on that one. Yeah. Um. So I'm trying to think what else is. I mean, we've got Kara Zor-El, Superwoman coming out. Um, Legion of Superheroes. Robin Eternal. I think that's another one that I'm. I may have to take a look at mm -hmm. to see. Uh, Teen Titans number two. Your favorite. Um, you love Teen Titans. You know, shut your horn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Teen Titans go. <laughs> mm. All right, so we've got. We've still got. A swathe of books to look forward to, if that's the right phrase. Um, all that's left for me to do then, guys. Thanks very much for spending the time. Totally appreciate it. Yeah, it was fun. Cool, excellent. Uh, don't forget to check out the UCPN for all your favorite shows, including the already advertised Flipside Focus. Freya, K-pop. Yep, K-pop Cosmos once a month. Okay, um, Josh. 
Oh, we've got a new episode of the Jank Think Tank coming out. So if you're a big Magic the Gathering fan, um, our newest um, addition to the Undercover Capes podcast network with Matthew Osborne, um, he will be going through another deck tech that is pretty gnarly. There you go. So I, I'm excited for that. And of course, you've got the old-timer comic book show um, over on our YouTube channel. So there you go. Keep everything UCPN. And this is Johnny Machine Hughes. Say adios.